Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs, Jr. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage. Also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, where my main mission is to keep your dirty butt out of divorce court. <laughs> and with Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting just plain is for marriage. In this 176th episode, why Catholic wives cheat and how to handle it when they do part three. Plus live phone calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that queue. Call 313-RADICAL. That's 313-723-4225. Or you can call, excuse me, call in using your uh, browser at callinstudio.com slash radical one. And please remember to give back and help other marriages by sharing this podcast. And if you are getting value, give it a big thumbs up wherever you are. Don't wait. Get in the queue now for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And as our little caveat, we always do the quote of the day. Quote, no one, absolutely no one believes in divorce until they want one. End quote, Catholic Alpha. Bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confused. Okay, so we are in part three of our, I think it's going to, it's going to be a four part series. So um, this will be the third show. Um, I know when I come up with a lot of these at first, when I first start writing, I think, Oh, it's only going to be five or 10, but then I start thinking and then all of this stuff just starts flowing in my head. <laughs> so uh, what I, what I do is I don't like to do a lot of one in one show. So I like to split things up um, because I like to go in depth. So with that being said, um, today we are going to talk about, again, why do why do women cheat? Um, if over the last two shows, if you have really tried to listen and really try to take things to heart, you would see that this is complicated stuff, but it's not over. It's not something that can't be conquered. Um, and the main thing is, man, 
when it comes down to this, your wife just wants you. She just wants you. She just wants your love, your attention, uh, because that's what she she married you for. And really, that's what you married her for. Um, the, the great thing about it is most women, they will take a balance. Like uh, most women, if you say, you know, they don't want you around 24-7 because my wife and other women, so many other women that I've talked to, they go, man, I, I, when he's around too much, I want him to leave. And when he's around, not around enough, I want him here. So what does that mean? That's just a balance, right? Um, I had a, a, a man the other day telling me his wife said his wife said um, that he was smothering her. Um, and that's that comes from neediness, right? That comes from neediness. Um, but that it can be conquered. It, all I said, it can be conquered. The main thing is a balance, just like with everything in your life, with your children, with your job, you know, but your marriage and God have to be top priority. There's no wiggle room in that. Um, this is why your priority as a man should always be your relationship with God first and your relationship with your wife second. There's nothing even close to those two things. Um, and I really believe if you have that that mindset and that priority, um, man, your life, your life will go a lot smoother. Of course, you know, you're going to always have problems. That's just the way things are. But as we've seen, problems are a, na- a, a, a natural way of life. It's just the way it is, no matter how rich you are, how poor you are. But what is it for? Just think about what I'm getting ready to say. When you go through problems, you have God and you have your wife, you have your spouse with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's how you go through those problems, man. That is what makes your life great. And once you get through it, then you go, oh my God, this person is never going anywhere. God's never going anywhere. God's always there. My spouse is always there. You know, but if you, if we do, if we do our our life like we're taught today in society, I can't tell you how many men, before they come to me, everybody in their life tells them to leave that bee. And I don't mean, I really mean that. They call her a bee. They call her a C. They call her all these kind of names. That is his wife. And sure, she's crazy right now. But, you know, some most of us are sometime in our life. But all the men get is leave her. Get rid of her. Go get you somebody else. It's over. Let it go. The kids be okay. You know, you hear all this stuff all the time, man. And then you get to a point where, hell, you start believing it. As as I try my best to get into the 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 as I try my best to get into this, I try to people get men to understand you have to learn how to make a woman happy. You have to learn how to do that. It's 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 not easy, but it's a balance. And if you give up and you just let it go and be like your wife and be like your people in your life they're telling you to to get rid of her and marriage is over then who then what have we done we have first of all displeased god because instinctually we know that divorce is not of the faith it's not don't no matter what anybody tells you it's not in scripture anywhere please read please show me please text me not text me <laughs> email me uh comment on the show right now um i don't care 
please give me scripture and I will give you, if you try to give me one, first of all, it's going to be, don't be trying to, what do you go? They'll try to rationalize the scripture passage. Don't be doing that. There is nowhere in the Bible where God is favorable with the poor. First of all, Jesus comes and he goes, what does he say? From the beginning, it was not meant to be. So Moses allowed divorce only because of the hardened of the hearts of men, of the husbands. Why? Because there's probably killing the wife, raping her, beating her up, kicking her around, being mean to her, killing her, you know. And so God, you know, he had to go, okay, the concupiscence is real bad. The sin is real bad. The brokenness is really bad. So he allowed most to do that. But then what happened? Of course, the New Testament came and knocked all that stuff out. And Jesus goes, divorce is not. It was not meant to be in the beginning. So in the beginning means Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were our first parents. So Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve were together. They were married forever. There wasn't no divorce. That's what he means. Okay. So with that being said, we're going to take a break um, and we're going to come back. Um, and then we're going to get on with the review of the first 20. And then we're going to get on with number 21. All right, hang out. Stay with me. Okay. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, gentlemen, we are back with the content of today, and we are going to review the first 20 of the 40 reasons that wives cheat. Hang with me. Stay with me. Let's get pumped up. Let's rock this because this is a very, very important subject. Of course, I'll say that about, I say that about every, every, uh, every subject I cover, don't I? Well, I'm serious about this one. <laughs> No, because I want you to understand the thought process behind your wife. That's what our problem, for, one of our problems for men is we have many, but we have also have many good things as men. But but one of the problems is we we don't understand the thought process of our wife. Nobody teaches us that. Only, only example we have growing up is our mother for the most part. Um, and if our mother is not engaging, and, you know, we don't really know what our mother's thinking. So when we grow up, when we start dating, we don't really understand. We're just kind of going by the seat of our pants. So Jerry is here to do his best to help you to understand how your wife thinks, 
how your girlfriend thinks, why they cheat, why they leave, all these kind of things. Why? Because as a husband, you must know this. You must know this. And I don't want you to be lazy no more. It takes work to build a great marriage. It takes work to build a great relationship with God and with your wife and with your children. It takes work and stop thinking that it doesn't. You don't want to be 80 years old, 90 years old, 75 years old and be in a nursing home by yourself. Nobody visiting you. Nobody coming to see you. Um, you got your, your wife, your, your guys are divorced. She don't care about you. You don't want to be like that. It takes and your people at your job, once you don't work there no more, them people ain't going to come see you in a nursing home. They're not going to do that. So I beg you, I beg you, prepare for the end times of your life. Then once you got that prepared, then prepare for your soul, for eternity with our Lord. These two things are vital. And so in order to do that, it takes work, gentlemen. It takes work. Stop thinking we could just get up and go to work Come home, eat, go to bed, and then maybe go on vacation once or twice a year. That is not life. That is not life, okay? Our wives and our children and our Lord deserve more than that. You know it and I know it. They want you. God wants you. Your wife wants you. Your children want you. Give them to give them give them the best version of yourself each and every day. Okay. So now, real quick before we hit the review, I want to expand a little bit on uh said the last two episodes of why husbands are in competition for their wife every day. I what that what, what I just said was a precursor to what I'm gonna talk about now is we are even me, I'm a marriage coach. I supposedly know what I'm talking about. I guess I do. <laughs> But I have a wife, too, just like you do. Okay? And I am not under any illusions about my wife. I am one of those guys that I always I think, hey, I am under no illusion that someone could talk to my wife and my wife can step out on me. I, I, I don't think that I'm not one of those guys that thinks that never would happen. But it can happen. And so, and so what I, what I ask you to do is the same thing I do is always pay attention to your wife. Always, 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 man. Take care of her, protect her, defend her, serve her. That way she feels that she is getting the most she can out of her marriage. And then when some homewrecker comes along and tries to be all step up to her, oh, baby, you so you look so nice. That's how it starts, right? Oh, baby, you look so nice today. Oh, that skirt looks, that's a nice skirt you got on. Oh, that perfume you got on smells so good. See, that's what guys do. That's what Satan does, right? When you ain't around, that's what Satan does to your wife. Talk to her in her ear, just like Satan did to Eve, right? Except old punk Adam was standing right there and he should have said something, but he didn't. <laughs> but to be honest, usually you're probably at work. So at least you have got that. You have that excuse. But man, guys are talking to your wife every day. So what does that mean? That means you are in competition for your wife every day. And it's like like you're in competition for your job every day. Don't think you're not. People, men, we get too darn comfortable. 
We get too darn comfortable, man. And then that's how Satan comes in and gets our ego, kicks our ego in the butt. So again, realize that you're in a fight twofold every single day. You're in a fight for Satan, for your wife, and you're in a fight, uh, you're in a competition to keep your wife happy and satisfied as a woman so that you are the one that she always wants to be near. And I'm going to say it like I said yesterday, just to review on that. Look, man, your wife, she wants you. This is who she wants, okay? And all you got to do is keep a balance and keep a balance and, and love her and make sure she's taken care of. And then she'll love you and make sure you're taken care of. There's no other way around it. There isn't. Okay. So now, so real quick, we're going to, we're going to review the first 20. I'm not going to go into them at all because it's a lot of them. And um, if you want to hear the first 10, go to episode 174. If you want to hear part two, the second 20, the second 10, which uh, go to um, part, go to episode 175, which is part two, okay, to hear really in depth about those, um, because today I don't want to spend a lot of time in reviewing a lot because guys get kind of bored with that, because especially the ones that's been here the whole, uh, the whole week, all right? So first, the top 40, well, I'm going to say top 40, these are the 40 reasons why it's cheap. All right, guys, get your mind going. Get your get this stuff. Embrace what I'm saying. Try to look at yourself in the mirror. Also, look at your wife. And also, while I'm going through these, man, think about, hey, think about, hey, what did Jay leave out? He might have left out something. And if I did, guess what? I might bring it up on a two next Tuesday at the next show because that's the that's what I do. The, I'm going to do 31 through 40. Okay. All right. So here we go. Number one. Their husband is a bad or inadequate lover. Number two, their wife was abused sexually as a child. Number three, their wife had sex outside of marriage. Number four, the wife doesn't embrace God in her life. Number five, her husband neglects her. Number six, her husband does not listen to her. Number seven, her husband does not defend her with his family. Number eight, your wife does not pray. Number nine, she feels her husband doesn't love her. And number 10, menopause. So that is from part one. Okay, now here's part two yesterday show. So number 11, no father. Your wife had, didn't have a father in the home. Number 12, your wife's parents were divorced. Number 13, spiritual warfare. Her husband is not praying for her. Number 14, she feels her husband will never will never change. Number 15, she feels the marriage is hopeless. Number 16, the emotional connection is gone in the marriage. Number 17, her husband doesn't make her feel that she is priority number one. Number 18, her husband has stopped dating and courting her. Number 19, her husband has no or has stopped showing passion for his wife. And number 20, her husband is having or has had an affair. Okay, that was from part two yesterday's show. Now, look, y'all, you might be thinking, as I said earlier, you might be thinking, oh, man, what does that got to do with cheating? Dude, first of all, if you're asking that, then you definitely don't know the mindset of your wife. 
<laughs> okay? So what you have to understand with women relationships, first of all, they are way more, uh, women are way more advanced when it comes to relationships than us. So they are on top of it a lot better than us. Why? Because of the nurturing thing that God, they're emotional. God created them. That's why women, once they get into the faith, they are a lot more intuitive and stuff, okay? And they're dragging me, they're dragging me and you along as men, right? So what I want you to do is when I read, when I talk about these things, look at it in like this is one of the things that could cause my wife to cheat on me or to to be unfaithful and stuff like that. Because all of them are one. It another thing, too, it might not be one thing, it, it, but once it gets to two, three, four, five, and six, and all the different lot of things, your wife will start to disassociate herself with you. And one of the first things is the intimacy stops, intimacy stops, right? Intimacy, the hugging, the, the talking, the hand holding, the hugging for 20 seconds, the passionate kisses, even the pecs. Um, then you guys stop talking. You don't talk to each other. All of a sudden, you don't even really realize it, and the emotional connection is gone in your marriage. So then when these things happen, then that's when the door is open for your wife, uh, your wife, uh, for another man to step in on your rights your bodily rights to your wife. Okay. So now let's get with the, let's start today um, with number 21. We're going to get with the new stuff today. So here we go. Let's do it. Number 21. Your you, well, I can say you, but her, her, um, she and her husband are not best friends. Okay. Bam. That is a no brainer. Once I explain it. Okay. Best friends is the key to intimacy inside and outside the bedroom. Best friends is the key to trust and vulnerability, which is vital in marriage. Best friends is the key to you knowing many problems and issues as they happen and not getting it secondhand from your wife or from another friend. Uh, Best friends makes it hard for your wife to abandon you for another. Dude, did you hear what I just said? You and your wife being best friends, it makes it hard for her to abandon you for another person. Why? Another man. Why? Because you guys are so close. You're not. Look, husband and wife is is, uh, is said is, is marriage is friendship set on fire. OK, so this is why if you're best, you guys were probably best friends before you got married. Sure. Your wife had her high school buddy our high school friend, our age friend, and you had yours. But it where it always worries me when I hear spouses say, well, you know, well, I'm going to spend time with my best friend. Oh, I'm thinking, oh, your husband's hanging out or your wife's hanging out. No, that's, I'm talking about my buddy from, uh, from college. What? Okay. He's your buddy, but he ain't your, he should not be your best friend. You know why? Here's what happens, man. When we don't, we don't we have a best friend other than our our spouse. The first thing that happens is the spouse is telling their best, they so-called best friend all your problems. Um they're telling them, you know, what kind of lover you are. They're telling them, you know, all the discomforts and the, all the things that they're unhappy about your spouse about about about. Like, I'm not happy about this, I'm not happy about that. 
they're venting to a, a person that is not that is not their best friend that is their best friend instead of you so let's go to that as a husband okay so your wife you're not her best friend okay so basically every time something goes wrong she don't talk to you she goes talk to uh her her best friend that she had in grade school because she understands me okay so that's another thing if your wife is walking around talking about you understand her Dude, that's marriage problems. That's marriage problems. Um, and then when things happen in your wife's life, she ain't running to tell you. She wanted to tell her best friend what's happening. Another thing, too. Well, I got to go on girls' night. Yeah, we go. And look, you look up. Your wife's going on girls' night every month, every week or something. Not with, without you, right? If a wife does not want to spend time with her husband, that means something's wrong. It means something is wrong. If think about it, you married this person and you decided together, I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with this woman. She is the woman of my dreams. She's gonna make me happy. I'm gonna make her happy. And we right now we spend all our time together. And then two years later, you can't stand each other. What's wrong with that? What happened? What happened, gentlemen? That's all I'm asking you to think about. This is why I ask you. Please, yes, your wife has problems. And her stepping out on her husband, yes, that's her problem. But as a man, we got to ask ourselves, two years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, this woman loved me more than anything in the world. She would die for me. Now she can't stand me? And she's letting the other guy talk to her? I've got to ask myself as a man, man, what happened? What am I doing wrong? What did I do? And be honest with myself. Okay, best friends is important, and it's also the key to great intimacy, too. A lot of you guys whose wife don't want to have sex with you, that's because she don't feel close to you. She don't feel like that. She doesn't feel like there's anything. There's no trust there. There's no vulnerability. You know, she doesn't feel really close to you. And that's one of the first things women do when they start to not want to be around anymore. They stop. The intimacy stuff, you know. Um, another thing I don't like too is when people are best friend ain't best friends. Again, I don't like. I'm a. I know that I have a podcast. I know that I have a blog. I know I tell you guys my story and stuff and things that happen in my marriage. But, but I'm really a private person. I really am. Um, I'm the kind of person I don't. You know, I don't like being around people all the time. Like a lot of people are, you know, my wife has to drag me from the house, <laughs> you know, but one thing I do know is um, I don't like, I would not like somebody telling me something that my, that my wife told them as part of our life. And I didn't know it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what my wife says and doesn't say. It's just, I don't know. You know, just like she would. She don't live for finding out that, oh, uh, you know, if I said something to one of my friends, oh, my wife, you know, uh, she's a she's a terrible dresser or something. Let's say something like that, you know, and I haven't told her about it. But I didn't told him she gonna she might get mad at that. And that's what I'm saying. That's secondhand stuff. Whereas if we're together and we're best friends and our relationship is close and intimate and tight. We know how each other are, and we're, we're we're vulnerable to each other. Hey, 
I would talk to her about that first before I go spreading to somebody else. But if I don't trust her or if, if my wife doesn't feel approachable to me, she's not going to tell me things. That's another thing that you guys got to understand about being best friends, about raising your voice with your wife, about yelling at your wife, about calling your wife names, about arguing to fight with your wife. That means right now you are unapproachable. Every time I tell you something, you don't either listen to me. I don't. It doesn't make sense. We start arguing and fighting with each other. Um, you calling me a name. You're raising your voice at me. You're yelling at me as your wife. Um, that means that as a husband, I am up and I am uh, unapproachable. Which means what? My wife is going to bitch and whine and and nag somebody else and and be vulnerable and trust somebody else before she trusts me. So. Being best friends is because a best friend don't yell at they at their best friend. A best uh, 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 a best friend don't are they don't argue and fight. They most time agree on stuff. And if they don't, what do best friends do? They work it out. They go like, well, they compromise or whatever they do. They work out the problem together, or they let things go that ain't worth losing their friendship over. And so this is marriage. This is marriage, guys. This is marriage. You got to be best friends first, and then the intimacy and the love will come. You guys talk about, well, we have great sex without being best friends. Yeah, today, <laughs> today, yeah, you're 20 years old, 25, 30, 35 years old, or whatever you are. I don't care if you're 40 or 50 today, but the older you get, guess what? The intimacy, ain't. it, it needs something else. It needs something else because you're older, your body ain't the same. Um, you have a lot of stress, a lot of things going on in your life that's that that gets in the way of, of great intimacy. Okay, so if you guys are best friends, that never happens. And if it does, it's so rare, you don't even really think about it. Okay, please. That is one of the main points that I go over in my program is how to become best friends with your wife. It's 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 so important. Okay, so that's 21. Number 22 of the reasons why women cheat is her husband is selfish. Oh, oh, we all, nobody thinks they're selfish, do they? Nobody. <laughs> right now, you sit there listen to me. I'm not selfish. I, 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 give all, I give all who I am to my wife and my kids. I go to work every day. You know, I get the car fixed when it gets broke. <laughs> but we are. We're all selfish and it fights. It's 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 a it's a constant everyday thing to not think about myself. So when I say selfishness, when I say her husband is selfish, this is what I mean. Before I think about um God, before I think about what's best for my wife, before I think about what's best for my children, I think about what I want first. And then worse, worse than that, I basically act up on it. That's selfishness. And this is why as a husband and a father and a, and a, and a lover of God, we will never reach our potential with selfishness because that's why, that's why, uh, that's why Satan got thrown out of hell, thrown into hell. I mean, because, and that's why most people go to hell is because of their selfishness, their ego, their pride. They can't, get over themselves. I got guys right now, their wives are mean. They only think about themselves. They don't care about nothing they husband's talking about. They don't care. This is why 
when I say emotional con- emotional closeness is probably the most it, no, it is the most important thing for women. I'm not joking. Because as soon as that emotional cl- connection is gone, women become completely selfish. They don't even care about the kids like that. But that's what it is. As soon as the emotional connection is gone, then that's what happened. Women become selfish. And I don't want that for you. Okay? So, selfish just plain and simple kills marriages. When husbands fail to put God, their wife, and marriage, their kids above his wants, desires, and needs, there's always a disconnect. And they are in conflict with each other because the husband is in conflict with himself. He's in conflict with himself over who do I give my priority and my time to. And it's really easy when you go, okay, God, everything's cool with God. My wife and marriage, everything's cool with my marriage and my wife. Okay, my kids, how are my kids doing? Boom, now I can do what I want. It's real simple. Every decision, every time you think, everything you do, that should be your thought process. Okay? Um, and women will rebel against selfishness. Why? Because instinctively they know selfishness is not authentic and true masculinity. This is something that you have to understand. Women instinctively know that as a man, if we are bitching and whining and complaining, um, if we always talk about ourselves, every time, every time there's a problem, it always goes around as somebody else's fault is we never take responsibility. You know, women get they want to get away from that, don't they? Because they know that's not masculine. That's not Christ. That is not Christ. And our job as men is to represent Christ in the home. That's why our wives and our kids look to us. No matter if your wife is a CEO or the president or a congressman or whatever she is, a nurse, a doctor, a lawyer, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your wife is. When she comes home, women know that when I come home, my wife is, my husband is there to protect me. He's there to defend me. He's there to serve me. That's, that's what we do. Okay. And with a man, I've had wife say, man, all he does is talk is think about himself. And every guy goes, I don't think about myself. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. That's why it's a very rare person, man, that doesn't think about himself. So how do you fix that? Well, how you fix that, man, is you fight it. You fight it. You have a plan. Like, it's real simple. I never, ever think about myself until God is happy. My wife and marriage is happy and my children are happy. Then I can do what I want. Then I can go, I can go golfing for the weekend. But my wife comes and says, hey, man, the kids got to go to the football game and, and be with their coach and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what you got to do about because that's what your wife, first of all, she asked you. And second of all, your kids expect you there. So guess what? Golf is out. Golf is out. And it look, man, believe me, I know how hard that is. It's really hard. But In order for your wife to believe that you are a server, remember, your third mission as a man is to serve in your home. You are the server. You serve everybody else, which means what? You make sure everybody in your home, your house is filled with this. It's filled with an environment of psychologically good, emotionally good, spiritually good physically good so everybody else in that home can prosper and grow towards God. Okay? Um, and if your home it doesn't have that environment in it, as a husband, as a man, we are not serving. Okay? Number 23, 
Her husband doesn't show her any appreciation. Oh, my goodness. I can't even. Oh, man. I can't even tell you how important this one is. Appreciation wins the hearts of a wife every day, all day. When husbands fail to show her appreciation, wives rebel and begin to lose the emotional connection for their husband. Showing wives appreciation caters to their natural instinct to nurture. So another word for nurture is to to be, is my husband pleased? I want to make sure he's pleased. I want to make sure my children are pleased. This is why you need a father in the home, gentlemen. This is why you are so, one of the reasons why you're so important. You need a father in the home to balance your, your wife's nurturing because women, as soon as soon as a kid comes and goes, Mama, I uh, I want to do. I'm, Daddy won't let me do this. Whatever it is, your wife's gonna go. Oh, why come you can? Why won't you let him do that? Oh, let him do it. Okay, you know she's like giving in to your kid. You know that what your kid wants to do is maybe unsafe or it's gonna hurt him in the long run, and you can see that because you're logical. You are uh, your your job as a man is is more logically inclined in the home. Your wife's job is more nurturing, more emotional, more. I want to please and and I want my kids to be emotionally sound and, ha- you know, so she's in her mind. Your wife's going to try to figure out every way on the planet, every option on the planet to give your child what uh, he wants or she wants. Same with you. When you and your wife are really close and you're you're on the same page, your wife is going to make every excuse in the book for you. That dude at work fired me. Now I've been to work in two years and they have the nerve to fire me. <laughs> your wife, your wife's going to go, baby, you know they right. There's no way that they should have fired you. You are such a good employee and stuff. And you you took care of them all those years and they, they had the right to fire you. That's how your wife's going to be. Your wife is because she loves you, is bonded to you, connected to you, and she wants to nurture and love you and make sure that you're pleased. This is why courts who give the kids to the women when there's a divorce and automatically give the kids to the woman or give the woman all the time with the kids is a grave mistake because the women do not know how to separate they don't know how to, they're not disciplinarians like that. Most women aren't because their nurturing pulls them to give their child whatever they want. And many times that is not what's good for the child's future. So this is why if in a divorce, I always try to advocate and try to get the guys to give 50-50, at least 50-50. Why? Because daughters and sons need their father um, 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 and um, daughters and sons need their mother. And so it doesn't make sense to get to let the let the man see the kid once every uh, once a month on the weekend and one night a week. What is that? Okay, so that's why. So appreciation is important for your wife because man, when you give her appreciation, she feels you love her. She feels you appreciate her. She feels that you're into her. That you understand her. Guys who go weeks and days and months and years and don't tell and don't show their appreciation for their wife is a mistake because every day remember women are high maintenance women are high maintenance and you might think that's needy i don't think it's needy that's that's what a woman is 
She needs appreciation. That's, that's validation that what she's that she's doing the right thing, that she's taking care of her husband, that she's taking care of her children. So how hard is it for a husband just to go every day? Baby, you know, that was that was one of the best meals you ever cooked. Oh, baby, that was good. How you you know how you took care of that for me while I was at work. You took care of that for me. Thank you so much for doing that. How hard is that to do every day? There's something that your wife does every day, at least one thing a day that you that 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 you do appreciate. You just don't think about it. You've got to get in the habit of that. Okay. Next, number 24, which goes off number 23. Appreciation. This one, her husband takes her for granted. If we get in the habit of taking our wife for granted, we will lose them. Again, they must understand and know that they are the most important thing in our life. And if she is, we will never take her love for granted. Women need to be not taken for granted, which means is you go and put everything above your wife because you know what? She's going to be there when I get home or if she works too. Well, when I get home, she'll be there eventually. You know, our wives didn't sign up to be taken for granted. They, they signed up to be first and foremost in our mind. And if they're not, if every time something come up, we're thinking about, oh, well, we won't. Or we just go, you know, well, my wife can do it. You know, no, that's not how it does. Or worse yet, a problem comes up. I, as a husband, know that's a problem. And I go, I'll, I'll just take care of that later. She'll be all right. See, that that stuff becomes a habit. And then over months and years, what happens is the wife feels that I'm being used. She feels she's being used um, because he just uses me only when he wants something. That's why another reason why dudes ain't getting sex from their wife, because their wife starts to feel like he just wants me for my body. He just wants me to get off. I ain't trying to do that. He don't do nothing else to me. He don't show me no love outside the bedroom. He don't even hug me, barely. And now he wants to have sex with me. Uh-uh. Nope. You guys probably always think, Jerry, why does everything run back around to sex? Because that's how God made it. Sorry. That's Sex is the second most important thing in your marriage behind prayer. And if you want to make love, you want intimacy with your wife, you as a man got to earn it every day. I'm sorry. That's the way it's set up. I don't know why God did it like that, but it is. And women know instinctively that what they have is a gift and they know instinctively that you want it. So what they're going to do when you start acting a fool and stop and you start distracting her, she's going to go and do is she going to remove the sex. And then in worst case scenarios, she's going to go and give it to somebody else. Okay. So take it for granted is a bad thing. Number 25, her husband does not mimic Christ in the home. How does this cause cheating? Okay, so look, you got to look at it from your wife's point of view, not yours as a man. Okay, so look at it like this. He is the husband seen as any other Joe Blow on the street. As a man, husband and father, if we talk, act and look like any other man on the street, our wives begin to see us as nothing special. Women want to be proud of their husband, that she has a man who is special, different than any other man on the street. And the way we treat her is the key. Simple, simple. If if you look, talk and act like all the other dudes do what they do. You don't act like Christ. You're not a holy man. You're not a saint. You're not trying to move towards God. You're not leading your family nowhere. You're not praying. Um, 
Uh, all you do is go to work. You know, you don't give her the attention. Hey, that's how her other man treats her. So how special are you, really? You're not. We're not special, army. No, we're not. Your our wife, our wife married us because they thought we were special, and they wanted to serve us, and they thought we had uh, that we um, were going to treat them good. Not just that. They they wanted to. They thought that we are worthy to, of them for them to give themselves to us. Does that make sense? It probably did not stammered, but try to understand that. That they, you know, women, I can't tell you how many women are proud of their husbands. That boy could be the ugliest. <laughs> that boy could be the ugliest dude, 400 pounds, <laughs> bald-headed, <laughs> missing teeth. His woman's like, hey, that's my man. He loves me. I love him too. I'm proud of him. That's that's what I'm trying to I hope. I hope I got it better. But that's how women are. Women ain't. A, I know on TV you hear women always talk, talking about, oh, he's so buff and he's he looks so good and he's so cute. Man, in the end, that's not what women. If that's and the proof of it is is society who women marry. If looks was so important for women, I know I wouldn't be married. <laughs> I sure wouldn't because I am not the prettiest peach on the shelf. <laughs> my sons are though. My sons are. I ain't. But my point of what I'm saying, if 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 looks were the most important thing for women, would none of us be married? Most of us. You know, and that's the truth. So it's not about your looks. It's not. It don't matter if you got teeth missing, if you're bald headed. <laughs> whatever you got one eye closed and your eye moves around you know how it is you got your eye one eye moving around the circle and the other eye looking to the left and you looking to the right <laughs> you got a disjointed eyes you limping your arm is broke you got you know you can't you know it don't matter do you a hump back you know women don't care dude when they love you they love you and they proud to love you too because to them, it's about your inner self and how you treat them. That's what that's what women are about. That's what they're about. So that's why you see people think, oh, well, you know, he's he's got the woman because she because um because he's powerful and got a lot of money. Yeah, that's probably true. And he might be busted and ugly or not really a, a average looking dude. But you know what? Power and money gets a woman. But it don't keep them. Does it? Look at Bill Gates. Him and his wife get ready to get divorced. Probably have. I can't. I think they already are. But some I heard. You know, it doesn't matter, dude. Women don't care. Yeah, that stuff might or like you being very handsome. You might be a really, really handsome guy, and you could pull almost any woman you want. Yeah, but you can't keep them. Eventually, women they get like, like, okay, yeah, he was cute, but man, he ain't. He's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> right, because it all comes down to how you treat how you treat them. Okay, so um, next uh, twenty six, terrible communication, marriage, arguing, bickering, and nagging. Communication is probably the number one problem I see in marriage. As a marriage coach, we get in the habit of talking sour or mean and nasty to our spouse. Neither. Neither the husband or the wife can remember how and why it happened, but once it does, it is very hard to fix. 
arguing, fighting, and bickering hurts your wife deeply, deeply enough to ask for a divorce or to seek the company of another man. Okay. I cannot tell you how arguing and fighting and name calling hurts your wife to the depths of her soul. And she gets to a point where she just can't take it no more. And that's when she starts cheating because the other guy don't argue with her. At least right now, he don't call her names. He don't get frustrated with her. He don't raise his voice at her. He don't yell at her. He gives her attention and he makes her feel special. And he talks to her. Okay. Enough on that, right? <laughs> Enough on that one. <laughs> Number 27. Her husband is a wuss. Woo! Boy, I ain't gonna like this one. Y'all gonna like this one. Many women think they want a wuss until they get one. A sensitive, liberal, unmasking looking man that she could control at her whim. Doesn't this sound like Eve controlling Adam in the Garden of Eden? And I must ask, how did being a wuss work out for Adam? Look, look, y'all. As men, we've got to start being men and stop thinking that being sensitive and giving our wife everything she want um, and giving our kids everything they want and not taking care of business in the masculine department is going to make them love us more, going to make them think that we're so great and make us make get, get respect. Matter of fact, when we are wuss, we don't get any respect. We get used in our families. This is why my podcast, my, my, my blog is called From Wuss to Warrior. You know why? Because in society, you could be all the wuss you want. You could be a, a low-key dude. You could be a, a you could be even be an introvert. Which is not necessarily it's not a wuss, it's just you introvert. You're an introvert. You could be whatever kind of man you want in society, if that's how you want to do. But in your home, you gotta be like Christ, dude. You gotta lead your home. And you gotta do be a disciplinarian. You gotta make sure everything works out the way it's supposed to be. You gotta run things so that every like I said, like everyone in the every that the environment in the house is so everybody can prosper spiritually, psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually. Really. And so if we don't do that, what happens is, man, we just become a, the, any other person on the street again. We cannot be a wuss in our home. We have to discipline our kids. We can't let our kids bitch and whine and, and cry and, and yell out in church and, and without spanking their butt or put or punching them or taking their phone or taking their pillows and pillow. Whatever you got to do to, to be a true man in your home. There's also balance, right? You can't be an ogre, right? You can't be a, a, a master. You've got it's a balance. Okay. You got to talk things out with your wife, try to get on the same page and stuff. You know, it's very important that we operate in our homes that we're open, that our wife and children feel they can come to us. Now, most of the time, it takes your kids a long. If you if you do it right, it's gonna take your kids a lot of years to feel they can come to you and tell you anything. They usually gonna if, if usually that's the wife's department. And then when things get real bad, guess who they come to? They come to you, okay? So let's just get over it. That's just the way it is. <laughs> but the good thing is your wife is the one that's always approachable because she's nurturing. That's who the children naturally gravitate to. If you're a disciplinarian and doing things right, they're going to be a little apprehensive, so they're going to run what they want by, your mother, by their mother first and then come to you. But either way, man... 
you've got to be a loving, caring, disciplined, um, um, approachable husband and father in your marriage and in your family. I'm sorry, in your family. Okay. Um, and if you do, your wife and children will respect you. They will love you. They were they were they will want to you want to be around you. They want to want to take care of you and make sure you're happy and you're okay when something's wrong. Like I can't tell you, like as long as I'm strong and okay like I am now. But as soon as I get sick of something, my wife and kids are like, "Where's dad at? Why are they? Why are my kids be like, hey, where's dad? I ain't talked to him. What's wrong with him? Right? Because you know, as a man, they don't really think about you till you are, you know, till something." Right? <laughs> You know, but they mama though. Oh, they mama boy. They they you know they talk to her every day, right? <laughs> so try your best to understand that one. That's a hard little hard concept, guys. But next, so next, almost done. Number twenty eight. Her husband criticizes her. So the number twenty eight reason that women cheat is because her husband criticizes her. Now you might not think that's a big thing, or that shouldn't that that shouldn't push her out to go be another man. General, we got to understand, of course, if you're criticizing your wife, she's not going to go out and go, I'm going to find me another man. No, what that does is you're hurting her feelings. You're opening up and she's, she doesn't feel that you care. So she opens up her heart and herself to empathy from others. And a lot of times that empathy comes from men at her workplace or at her church or somebody she sees in the darn that she sees in Walmart 10 times in a row and she feels she can talk to them. Women, that's just how they are, man. It's not a good or bad thing. It's just that they're emotional and they need somebody to talk to when they can't talk to you. Cause you, cause we're criticizing them. Guess what? They're going to go find somebody who they can talk to. A lot of women don't talk a lot to so they don't talk a lot. Most that's not true for most women, but most a lot of women don't talk a lot. They're quiet and stuff, but they still women. They still need someone who they can trust and 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 um and feel that can help them, they can lean on. That's just how it is, man. And if it's not us as their husband, it's gonna be somebody else. You want making love to be a foreign concept in your marriage, then criticize your wife. I, I said that earlier, you know. Um, she will look at this as you don't appreciate all she does, and she will start to distance herself from you. I ask you to please stop looking at everything wrong with our wives and look at the right beauty, service, and positive things she does and gives you each and every day. You will begin to see how truly special she is, and she will eat it up. See? Really, man, a lot of guys go, and people in general, well, I don't feel like doing that. Well, today, I don't feel like doing that. Okay, well, your wife don't feel like having sex with you. <laughs> your wife don't feel, your wife don't feel like holding your hand or talking to you. See? This is why a man, this goes with number 27 about being a wuss. This is why a man can't go on his feelings. Because let's be real. No matter how close we are with our wives in marriage, we don't like we're not goo goo ga ga in love with them every day, right? Sometimes we don't even want to do nothing. Sometimes we only want to be around ourselves, let alone somebody else. So what do you got to do? How do you overcome that? You man up. You still talk to your wife. You still hug her. You still kiss her. You still show she's special. You still tell her you love her. You still remember her birthday. 
You still take her out for anniversary. You still do all the things that no matter if you feel like doing it or not, you do it because that's your job. Because if you don't, then it'll be over. It'll be over. And and you don't want your wife thinking that you're that you're not special, man. Really. You really don't want that. That changes the game, don't it? Okay. So I hope you got that one. Number 29, two more. Um, her husband is the jealous type. Oh, how many times I heard this one? Jealousy is a control mechanism. If it is needy and pushes our wife away, I must say, as I always say, you can't control a grown person, so why try? Okay? Um, jealousy is a needy thing. Usually, it's needy. We're, you know, it's something in ourselves, and we're, we're, it's just we're putting that on our wife. Okay? Um, the way you got to look at jealousy is a problem. It needs to be prayed out. It's like an ego thing. You know, and it's insecurity too, isn't it? Um, and so what we got to do, um, you, you have to, jealousy is a, um, is a, what do you call it? A, uh, yeah, it's a needy type of thing, especially for a man. It goes along with the, the whining and, and bitching and crying and selfishness type of thing. And women, they think it's cute at first. Oh, he's so jealous. He really loves me. After about 20 times of that stuff, he's like, oh, man, this dude's crazy. What's wrong with him? He's controlling. He's, he, don't, he don't really love me. He just loves himself. He's just trying to keep me in check, right? So, guys, if you're a jealous type, what you have to do is really fight that. You really got to fight that, man, because that will push her away. That will push her to another man's arms. You know, just think about it. If your wife is jealous every time, and women are jealous to a certain extent every time we talk to another woman you know uh, a lot more jealous than, uh, than a normal guy is but women what they do is they 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 understand you're going to talk to other women especially if they're right there it's not like you're trying to be over behind her back or nothing you're just having a conversation at church or whatever so but you as a man that is very unmasculine and you've got to fight that because you will push her away and like I said, this all these are about opening up doors, y'all. They're about opening up doors. You know, and once you open up that door, then you allow other people, other men to come in and 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 comfort and empathize and support your wife and stuff. Okay. Last one for today is her husband constantly tries to control her, which goes along with jealousy, right? So trying to control our wife breaches trust. She will start to think you don't trust her and begin to rebel against you and your controlling nature. Trying to control our wife again is needy and disrespectful. This will eventually push her into the arms of another. Okay. Um, I know you hear it all the time. And see, this is what's wrong with America today. We just over push everything. You're controlling. You're controlling. You're controlling. You're controlling. Even when you ain't controlling, you know you ain't controlling. She knows you ain't controlling, but you're controlling if you say one thing. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to, let me try to get you to understand that I know in society that we push that and it's, it's crap. It's like the uh, narcissist thing, right? Everybody's a narcissist. You're a narcissist. I can't tell you how many guys I talk to. You're a narcissist. Their wife says them. You're a narcissist. You're a narcissist. It's the same stupid stuff. What it comes down to, man, is if your job is to, in a certain way, control your wife. Let me finish. What I mean is, is your job as a man to defend her and to protect her. So, like, like, 
I won't, I don't, I don't like my wife going like it gets it gets dark at 5:30 now in Indi- in Indiana. 5:30 is dark. I mean, it's pitch black dark too. It ain't like the sun's going down. It's pitch black dark. I'm not trying to have my wife go up in the parking lot in Walmart at 5:30 at night. It's pitch black outside. Why? So my wife get knocked on her head and get thrown in a van and get taken somewhere. Now you might say, "Oh, that ain't gonna happen." See, that's what stupid women think too. Ain't nobody gonna never do nothing to them. I can jog at five o'clock in the morning. It's pitch black outside, and I can jog wherever I want, two, three miles in the neighborhood. Ain't nobody gonna mess with me. Yeah, for the first ten or twenty times they might not, but what happens with that twenty that that twenty first time? And I would tell my wife, look, uh-uh, you ain't walking up out here by yourself as pitch blackout. That's that's ludicrous. Another thing, dudes letting their wife drive cross country. You, you in New York and your wife gonna drive by herself cross country to California or something. Or, you know, is that madness? That's madness. That's madness. I'm gonna let my wife just get in the car and drive what she wants. That's that don't make no dang on sense. But they women do it all the time because ain't nothing gonna happen. Oh, then your car breaks nine o'clock at night. Or this time you think you know it's 5 36 o'clock and your car breaks down, you pitch black. You know. Um, and this is what this is, you know. I don't that is our job as men, and I know my video's going out right now, and I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm almost done anyway. Um our men is our job is to protect our wife. That's our job. If something happened to my wife and I didn't allow her, or did at least didn't put up a fight, and my wife drives across the country or across another state and it's pitch black outside, she gets hit by a car on the side of the road. Her car didn't broke down. Man, I will feel guilty for the rest of my life for that. And sometimes in this society, I even forget. You do too. We forget that our wives are very vulnerable. I don't care if your wife is a master kung fu artist. So what? When a man knocks her upside her head, she will fall. And he put a, put a uh, what do you call it? <laughs> put a hood over her head and throw her butt in the back of the trunk. Who going to save her then? Did, did, her, did, her kung fu, did her kung fu save her? No, it didn't. The only time, I don't care how... How big your woman, a woman wife is, how strong she thinks she is, and all that stuff. When a man really hits them, ain't nothing she can do. The only way a woman can overcome a man, there's only one way, and everybody will tell you this that knows anything about self-defense. They'll tell you. If a woman surprises a man, that's the only way she's going to get away. She got surprising. Right, like sneak on the back of and hit him in the back of the head, in the back of the head with a bat, or you know he he's trying to he's on top of her and she reaches the mace and she sprays his mace in the face and he she can get away or whatever, or you know she might look up and he don't expect the kick coming, she might do a, a roundhouse kick and kick him in the head, might knock him down, but her leg ain't strong enough, he gonna get right up, but that's enough time for her to get away, okay. She might kick him in the balls. He might lay there for 15, 20 seconds. But I'm going to tell you, it's been said that in, when, when a man is really um, when a man is really hyped up and has a lot of drilling going, you kick him in the balls, some guys don't even feel it like that. They might go down for two seconds or something. They right up and get in the running after you. 
So my point, what I'm saying is, man, I don't care who your wife thinks she is. She ain't a man. And our job of letting our women do all this kind of crazy, unprotected stuff, walking up out here, man, that is the only time that you have the right to try to control your wife. Why? Because she's doing some unsafe and she's only thinking with her emotions. This is why it's our job as husbands to, to set them straight. Now, if she, in the end, of course, she's a grown ass woman. She do what she want. But you know what? I've asked a guy, I, I know a guy and his wife, she's a hiker. I hate it. I hate it. And I'll express to him how much I hate it. She go hiking by herself and get dark and stuff. Hell, me and him have talked about, look, man, just get in the car and follow her, man. <laughs> we be laughing about it, but we serious, man, because we don't know what to do. It's like she's a hiker. She go out in the middle by herself and stuff, and everybody, you know, people be worrying about her. You know, but she's just 2023 woman. I could do whatever I want. And then she's mad at her husband stuff. You know how it is. You know, I'm going to show him how I'll need him and all that kind of crazy mess. Yeah, you don't need him until you slip on a boulder and fall over a cliff and you down there with a tree, a limb in your knee and you can't move. And guess what? Your cell phone service is out. And it's uh, 530, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Um, and it's pitch black out where you are. Now what you going to do? See, men, we think like that. Women don't. That's why we are husbands and they are wives because they're men, they're women, we're men because we think like that and we it's our job to protect them. And look, my guy, he really wants to protect his wife. But see, she's she's being a hard ass. She's being silly. And, you know, he's he's trying to show he cares about her, but at least he got her to, to let it to talk to him and, and let him know where she, you know, let her let him know where she's at. And he can track her. She lets him track her. So she is loosening up a little bit. So he's doing a very good job with that. But hard head people, man, you can't you know, these days you can't talk to him, man. You can't talk to him. All right. So the other part of controlling, you know, so that's as far as you can go as a husband. You can't be overly trying to control your wife. A safety thing, of course, but everything else, if your wife want to go out with the girls, you got to You got to be, you know, once a month or something, you can't be like, oh, you just doing it. You know, you got to let people do what they want to do and because then they want to spend more time with you because they'll miss you. So this is why controlling being a controlling husband can it's just a fine, you know, basically it's a fine balance. But if you're too controlling, your wife feels smothered. What she'll do is she'll. She'll, like I said, open that door and open her heart and start talking to other people um, trying to get away from you. And we don't want that. OK, so uh, that is number 30. And so we'll be right back after this break. I hope y'all think about what I said. Bam. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching 
coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Hey, 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 we are back for our conclusion for the day. Um, I hope that you have gotten something out of these last 10 and it made you think a little bit. Um, and some things are a little repetitive, but they are their own. They do stand alone on their own. Um, try your best to analyze. So what you get from the today's show is you try your best to analyze yourself. And am I doing these things? And it's real simple. You know, analyze yourself just like every day we're supposed to do an examination of conscience with God. Like, am I doing the will of God or am I doing my will? Is God happy with me? You know, that kind of thing. And that's kind of how you should be doing your marriage every day. Is 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 my wife happy with me? Is is am I doing the things that I need to do to keep her satisfied and keep her content? You know, do we get along? You know, um, if, if if things ain't going the way I think they should go, then how how am I going to where do I do? Where do I go? Or how do I fix it? OK, how do I make the, how turn that around? The first thing is you have a conversation with your wife. If you're thinking things ain't right, you have a conversation with her and, and ask her, listen, I think this is going on. And, and I just want to verify with you. Is it going on? And your wife will tell you yes or no if, if she feels she can tell you the truth. You know, a lot of women don't think they can tell their husbands the truth. And it's sad because, like I said, men are unapproachable. If, we, I'm, if I'm an unapproachable husband, she's not going to tell me the truth on nothing. But if you keep pushing it and pushing it, most women will. I don't care how mad they are. Okay. So see you guys the next show next week. Um, we will finish uh, this, be part four. And um, again, have a great weekend. I will see you next week. And as we always do, we conclude with a, with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313-RADICAL. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang!